Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. Hey everyone, welcome back to our part two continuation sit down chat with Miss Cynthia Bailey. And if you haven't heard part one, check it out yesterday. We talk about RHOA, the early years, what her experience was like. We talk about it all. And now we continue that talk about RHOA. We talk about RHUGHT, girls trip, shout out, what that was all about. Cynthia's life after RHUGHT. RHOA and everything else Bravo related. I mean, she's killing it on E Daily Pop, guys. And, you know, is everyone watching Celebrity Big Brother? I mean, who do we want to win the game? So stay tuned for our part two chat. If you haven't heard part one, check it out yesterday. And now, continuation with Miss Cynthia Bailey. I had already been thinking about, you know, transitioning off the show, you know, at some point. It's been 11 years. It was time. It was not only time, it was the right time for me. And I was fortunate enough to do be a part of Girls Trip, which kind of weaned me off of it a little bit. And then, you know, now it's like, even though I'm not, you know, Housewives of Atlanta shooting now, uh, I'm not a part of that, but I'm still doing press for Girls Trip. So it's still just billboards of us all over the place. It still feels like I still feel connected. And honestly, I've been so busy since I left the show. I honestly hadn't had a lot of time to really think about the fact that I'm not on the show anymore, to be very honest with you. And that's, that's something I didn't expect. That really surprised me that, you know, the other opportunities would just, you know, come to me once, once people realized that I was not, um, that I was available, you know? So that, that, that was, that's, that feels great. You are busy. And so like, there's no, now that they're filming, like there's no sense of loss. Like, you know, cause even whatever terms you leave on your own terms, it's a, like 11 years, but no, you're just so busy with like e-daily pop and all these yeah. opportunities. You're like, I don't have time. I mean, to even like, feel. yeah, well, let's keep it 100. I mean, I was getting paid very well to be on Real Housewives of Atlanta. So of course, is that like, okay, you know, I've always been financially secure, financially stable. So of course, as a boss, as an entrepreneur, as someone who employs people, but also who's had a job that paid them really well for a long time, that was definitely like, okay, how do I replace this check? So of course, you know, I went right into hustle mode, but I had already been planting seeds the whole time when I was thinking about this. And then 
you know, the Lord did something else. He worked it out where we were on hiatus, where we would normally go back in May. We didn't go back. So I was like, so I had even more time to sit with myself and really think about it. So by the time they started filming again or, you know, sitting out contracts and making those phone calls, at that point, I really had had enough time to process and really, you know, make a solid decision. And uh, it wasn't easy. You know, I've been on the show for so long. Like it's, you know, it's kind of weird sometimes not to, you know, because I just call myself a former house former housewife now because I forget that I'm not on the show sometimes but honestly it hasn't really hit me I don't think it's going to hit me until the show comes on and I'm not there do you think right because you know Bravo did this with OC and now New York and Atlanta it had a break like they really are taking their time Mm -hmm. now you know look look, there were a couple of off seasons for a lot of shows just because of COVID Mm -hmm. I feel but do you think if Atlanta started filming right away like normal that you might have just not had the process and really thought about what you wanted and might've just thrown yourself in and said, okay, here I am. I don't think so. I was kind of, you know, at the reunion, I just kind of just felt so disconnected. I just felt like, wow, I've just, I don't really have anything else to say. (laughs) I just don't have anything else I want to share. Like, you know, for me, it was almost kind of a full circle moment. You know, I got married my first season and I got married my last season. And I really wanted to commit to my marriage. You know, it's like getting married is part one. Staying married is part two. You can't just get married and then just go back to work and be like, all right, thanks, dude. We're married now. And now I'm going to be over here working for the next seven months. Like you actually have to be in a marriage for a marriage to work. And I really wanted, you know, after someone, you know, as someone who has, this is my second marriage, I've had a marriage that did not work for me, that um, failed. So, and I didn't really want to get married again. So once I met Mike and we decided we wanted to actually be husband and wife, I wanted to learn from all the mistakes I made with my last marriage and really put forth time and energy into making a marriage work because a marriage can't work if two people are never together. I mean, we were already in a bi-coastal relationship, but at least, you know, if I'm not filming a reality show seven months out of the year, I have some flexibility to jump on the plane and he can jump on a plane. Like it just is a little easier. Um, the jobs that I have now, they just don't last as long as housewives. Housewives takes up a lot of our time, which is why I take my hat off to all the housewives, especially the Atlanta ones, because it really does take up a lot of our time and keep us away from our families a lot because we're so busy shooting all the time. And when we're not shooting it, we're promoting it. We're doing press for it. And when we're not, and as soon as that wraps up, we're getting ready to go back and shoot it again. So, um, you know, I take my hat off to all the Atlanta ladies because I know how hard we work and have worked to keep that show at the top. Do you think it's hard, like not anything to do with you and Mike, but like to have a marriage, like when you're on these reality shows for a long time, like, do you think that really plays into it? You know, like so many housewives have said like, oh, you know, reality TV was bad for my marriage Mm -hmm. or just in general. Well, I think that if your marriage is not solid, if you're having some issues already and then you go on reality TV, you're screwed. Okay. You guys are going to break up. But if you go into it and you guys are solid and you guys are really in it together, you guys are on the same page, 
Um, it's still not the most ideal situation because, you know, reality TV can be kind of messy and all that stuff, but you can make it if you guys are solid and on the same page and want the same things. You know what I'm saying? That makes sense. What do you think of the new RHOA cast? Like Marlo finally has her peach. How do you feel about that? Oh, I'm, I'm excited for Marlo. I mean, she's definitely put in her time. So I think um, her fans deserve to get to see more of her life. You know, she is a Monty. She's taking care of her nephews. I think that is so commendable. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, her fans, after all this time, deserve to see, you know, her, her life outside of just her being a friend on the show. So I'm excited for Marla. What do you think of the return of Sheree? Oh, um, I love Sheree. I mean, Sheree's been on and off the show for as long as I've been on the show. So I think it's always, <laughs> I think a little dose of Sheree is always on time. You know, however she comes back as a housewife, as a friend, whatever, you know, this is something about her that just kind of, you know, fits for this, for, for the franchise for me. I yeah. think so. What about... Yeah. You know, because like Nini's been saying that she is kind of ready to like make amends with Andy and just make good, mm-hmm. you know, and like last season was off per se, not much, not much at all, mm-hmm. like a tiny bit in the ratings. Like, do you think that was because of Nini or like, do you think Nini's needed back? Well, you know, Nini's been on and off the show throughout the time that I've been on the show anyway. You know, remember when she left? to come out here to Hollywood to pursue her acting career. Um, She had walked away from the show and then she came back as a friend. As a matter of fact, I brought her back, you know, on the Jamaica trip. Remember I had to keep it a secret and everything. So uh, I think, I don't think any one person is bigger than the show. I think the show is always going to go on. You know what I'm saying? However, I do think that Nene, no one's going to ever argue that she like, I'll say it in this interview, like I've said it in all the other interviews. When you think of Real Housewives of Atlanta, you think of Nene Leakes because she was the breakout star then and she definitely is the one person that comes to mind. If someone had a gun to your head and you didn't watch reality TV all the time and they said, hey, can you name one Real Housewives of Atlanta? Most people would probably say Nene. So she definitely... um, has earned her, her, her respect in that way. She, she was very instrumental in the success of the show. I would, I would agree with that. Before we switch gears and talk about E Daily Pop, do you know anything about the new housewife, Sonia Richards Ross, the track star? Do you know her? I don't No, I've never met her. Um, she's following me and I follow her and I like her pictures and she likes my pictures. She seems, uh, um, from what I can tell, um she seems like a breath of fresh air um she seems like she's very different from everyone else um she seems like she has class um from what i can tell from what i can tell from instagram she seems cool i'm I'm excited um to see you know how she meshes with the group because i will be watching i'm excited to watch you know it's, it's very different when you're on the show and when you're off the show, like with me being on the show, it's hard to watch because it's your drama, it's your tea, and it's you going back and forth. But when you're off, well, this is my first time being off. I am excited to watch Atlanta, New York, New Jersey, Beverly Hills, all of it now, because I get to just watch as uh, just a regular person with my popcorn and my wine 
And it's not about me. It's not about my life. It's not about my man. It's not about my kids, you know? Well, you have another reason to watch too, because I mean, look, you've already interviewed Giselle. You interviewed Candace Dillard. Like you might be interviewing these people, Cynthia, throughout. That's true. That's true too. That's true. And I actually do have good relationships with quite a few of the other ladies. Um, You know, I have a great relationship with Karen Huger, who I um, heard she just got a spinoff. I'm so excited. I hope that's true. Um, I hope it's true too. Yeah. Yeah. I love Karen. She's always just been um, just super consistent in our friendship, super supportive. Um, You know, we both are older. So I just always connected with Karen, but yeah, you know, I'm really enjoying kind of being on the outside looking in a little bit for now. I'm not saying I would never, ever consider ever going back. I just know for right now, for me, I, I need a break. I think you know, 11 years. I just, I just need, I need a minute and I want to focus on some of these other opportunities, but I've had a great time, um, working with E actually interviewing some of the housewives. And, um, I look forward to, you know, doing more hosting. Uh, that's something that I've been enjoying and also acting. I've been my little act, my little, uh, actress life has, has taken off. I just came back from Vancouver doing, um, shooting a movie for lifetime. And it was a big, part it was like I was a principal uh lead in in the in the movie so I'm excited to you know post about that and let you guys know where to catch that and there's other like I have recurring roles on other shows so that seems to be really um taken up I've always had an interest in acting you know I started way back on the Cosby show years ago but I never really focused on it before so I say it's never too late and now you know I get to just focus on things that I really really want to do and have, I have time to focus on now but um what you do know, you know I'm go on sorry no, no 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 I was just saying uh I was just wrapping it up with just saying you know but I will um you know I I will miss housewives just in the fact that it's just it's like if you work anywhere for 11 years even if you're ready to move on and you're happy to move on you still miss you know, I'll miss, you know, some of the cast and, you know, just, you know, the network and even though I still deal with them sometimes and the production company, because these people become, you know, your family, your friends. So, but I'm, I'm very grateful to have been able to transition so gracefully. You have, I mean, what do you like best? I mean, you really have transitioned. This is a whole new, besides the acting, this is a whole new Every time I turn on E Daily Pop or, you know, I see you on Mario with Access Hollywood, like, what do you like best about being on the other side and interviewing and kind of like, it's a different skill set. It's not, it's not everyone's position. Yes. No, it it is. It is. And and to be honest, I'm still learning. Like I didn't, it's not like I took a hosting class. They just were like, Hey, do you want to co-host? I'm like, uh, yeah. So, and honestly, the first time I did it on E Pop, I forgot that I was like I'm, I'm used to being interviewed. I'm not used to interviewing people. Yeah. So, like a couple of times I was like, oh wait, shit, I'm co-hosting. Let me ask some more questions. Like, because I am not used to being in that seat. I'm used to being the person that they're, you know, want to know their business and, you know, they're getting the tea from me, not like getting other people's tea. So it's kind of fun to flip the script and actually get into other people's business and find out what they have going on. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's just kind of fun to be on the other side of it. Do you feel that's helped you? Because like you said, 11 years, it's 11 years of people enjoying speaking to you, but they, people have their ways of getting some tea. I mean, not me, of course, I'm innocent, (laughs) but you know, and I didn't take a hosting class either. I just figured it out over the past two years, but 
I mean, does that help you? Like, do you think back like, oh, okay, I see what those people, you know, like that must help you in interviewing all these people. Like I saw you just- Oh yeah, it does. It definitely does Johnson. because like, I'm, I'm definitely mindful of how I ask questions and how I um, make people feel when I'm um, interviewing them. Because to be honest, the best interviews that I've ever done were I, when I was being interviewed was when the person just made me feel comfortable. And if you make me feel comfortable, I'm going to tell you way more than you even- you know, ask me to be honest. So um, just being respectful and making people feel com- feel comfortable, I think is 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 important. That's something that I always appreciate. You know, when I do carpets and stuff out here, you know, I still get asked about housewives. Now I get asked about girls trip all the time. I still get asked about Mike Noel. You know, whatever I have going on, the Bailey School of Fashion, Bailey Agency School of Fashion, the wine cellar, all Bailey kind of wine things. Center, and I'm always yeah. Oh, yes. I'm, so I'm always very, um, you know, I will give you a lot more if I feel like you are coming at me from a respectful, considerate place. You know what I mean? I know sometimes you have to ask the shady questions, but even then there's a way to make me feel when you ask those questions. Because you'd be like, hey, well, you know, I got to ask. You know I, I mean? agree like, with you. Ask question. <laughs> I agree with you. I watch certain interviews and I mean, this isn't just like, okay, but I'm like, man, that person is like, I would walk out. That's so offensive. Yeah. Like, how is that your first question? Really yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, it's like, look, I know I'm a public figure. I know what I signed up for, but I'm not going to be disrespected. That's just interview or not. I'll just walk away from the interview. I was going to say, you're you're still a human being. I mean, like there should be some modem of decorum, right? Like, yes, yes. But I think a lot of people, especially um, people that interview uh, reality stars, I think they, you know, because we usually have, you know, so much drama on TV or whatever. I think they just think we have a tougher skin than we actually do sometimes. And they can just kind of come at us crazy where they wouldn't come at, you know, Hollywood actress, maybe with that same uh, disregard. I always tell people like, in a way it's your job to create drama. Like Mm -hmm. it's not your job. Like you're not getting paid extra to do an interview or go on Twitter or go on. So it's almost like the opposite. It's almost like you're lucky this person is telling you anything because it's really, they don't have to. That's on air for, as you say, your very good paycheck when you're in your 11th season then you'll bring it, but it's not this person's job face to face. Yes. Yes. Right? And you know, I mean, it's like, like I said, it should be a win-win situation for everyone because normally if I, if I want to walk the carpet, it's because I actually want to talk about some things that I have going on that I want to share. So just be nice, make it nice. As make, I'll admit it as important it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate. I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all in one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carb. 
flowers, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. I have to tell you guys about an amazing new service I found called FrameBridge. FrameBridge makes it easier and more affordable than ever to frame your favorite things without ever leaving the house. I know, amazing. Just go to framebridge.com and upload your photo, or they'll send you packaging to safely mail in your physical pieces. Preview your item online in dozens of frame styles and gallery wall layouts. Choose your favorite or get free recommendations from their talented designers. FrameBridge will custom frame your item and deliver your finished piece directly to your door, ready to hang. Instead of paying hundreds you'd pay at a frame store, their prices start at $39 and all shipping is free. Get started today. Frame your photos or send someone the perfect gift. Go to framebridge.com and use code VELVET to get an additional 15% off your first order. Just go to framebridge.com, use promo code VELVET. Framebridge.com, promo code VELVET. This episode is sponsored by Ritual. Protein powders can be so intimidating, but the fact is, we all need protein. The thing I love best about Ritual, besides the great taste, is the ease. It's a super flexible subscription service, and it's so easy to incorporate Ritual into your daily life. You just add water, shake, and sip. If you think I have any time between hosting this podcast and living life to worry about protein powders and health... I don't. Ritual makes it so simple. And you can choose from three thoughtful formulas when 20 grams of pea protein per serving. The Daily Shake 18, the Daily Shake 50, and the Daily Shake Pregnancy and Postpartum. I also love that Ritual is just the good stuff. There's no added sugar, no sugar alcohols, soy-free, gluten-free, and non-GMO. Ready to shake up your ritual? My listeners get 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash velvet. Ritual even offers a money-back guarantee if you're not 100% in love. Visit ritual.com slash velvet today for 10% off your first three months. My journey for learning a new language is going well, and that's because I have Babbel. I've chose to turn to Babbel to learn Italian, but you could learn up to 14 languages from Babbel, Spanish, French, Italian, German, and so on and so forth. Anyone who knows me knows that I've been to 55 countries, and Babbel comes in so handy when I'm traveling. Yes, I actually use the languages I learned from Babbel in other countries. The whole process is so addictive, fun, fast, and easy. The app is great. And it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to Babbel.com and use promo code VELVETROPE. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com, code VELVETROPE. Babbel, the language for life. 
I know we have a lot of fun here and talk about reality TV and all the drama, but at the end of the day, listen, what really matters in our lives is our relationships, especially those with significant others. In times like this more than ever, having someone you can trust and talk to is so important, but even the best relationships hit bumps in the road. That's why I find Talkspace so important. Talkspace therapy gives you unlimited access to a licensed therapist so you can clear up the confusion and focus on what matters most, being the best person and partner you can be. I mean, I'll be the first to admit I am not good at relationships. And Talkspace, listen, whether you're married for years or re-entering the dating scene or just trying to get comfortable with being single, talking to a therapist can really help. Join Talkspace today and start the journey to happier, healthier relationships. Just visit Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month when you use promo code VELVET at sign up. That's $100 off Talkspace.com, promo code VELVET. On Wondery's podcast, Even the Rich, co-hosts Brooke and Arisha share the stories behind some of the most famous and infamous celebrities in history, from Queen Madonna to Britney Spears to the Kardashians. And in an all-new season, they investigate the shocking kidnapping of heiress Patty Hearst. This show is part history. I've learned a lot about Patty Hearst that I didn't know. Part comedy, part gossip, and completely fascinating. And if you want more Brooke and Arisha in your life, they're the perfect guides to give you your daily dose of celebrity gossip on Rich and Daily. Man, and we have a lot going on. In the celebrity world, I mean, Britney versus Jamie Lynn uh, is literally, I didn't see this one coming and I cannot get enough. Brooke and Arisha cover it. And really, I love their new season of Rich and Daily where they talk about the Patty Hearst case. Listen to Even the Rich, Patty Hearst, and Rich and Daily on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, or you can listen ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. As Dorinda would say, is there, like, if you could interview any housewife, like, you know, you look at, like, an Erica Jane and everything she's going through, like, mm-hmm. a Jen Shaw, like, would you oh, yeah. want to interview them? I mean, that is a lot going on. Oh, yeah. I would love to um, interview Jen, Erica. I mean, I could do, like, I talked to Teresa in Turks, but I didn't do an in-depth interview with her I could throw her in there again uh there's still a lot of things I you know questions that I would like to ask her um who else I would want to actually um actually I would want to interview Nini to be honest I think she's been through a lot um especially with the recent passing of Greg and I think um you know a lot of times she can be a little misunderstood you know what I'm saying I don't, you know, we don't always handle things in a way where it's received the way we may have wanted it to be received. So I think that would be a good interview. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's actually, I mean, I don't really want to say, but that's actually something that I would really like to do is now after being a housewife for so long is to actually really talk to other housewives and give you guys an opportunity to really see like, you know, the layers get peeled and really see, you know, who these people are inside. And I don't feel like a lot of times when we get interviewed, we get an opportunity really, you know, to go that deep. I agree. And I think they would trust you because you were one of them or are one of them, especially like been in the same boat. I would think a Nini, like, I know you guys, you know, off and on, but like, I would think a Nini would choose you because 
at the end of the day, you know her better than any other interviewer probably would. Well, you would think, you would think, um, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't know if she necessarily, I don't know if she necessarily would choose me, but I would definitely, um, I still stand and say she would definitely be a, a great interview. And, and that's it. Like, it doesn't matter to me, you know, what she feels about me. It's all about the flowers that I will continue to give her regardless of where, you know, our relationship is or the lag thereof. So That's so commendable. Well, you say that Atlanta does it a little different, which I agree. Which of these women that you were on Ultimate Girls Trip with, obviously besides Kenya, do you think could handle herself as the best in the ATL with? Oh, in the ATL? Well, at this point, I'm going to get just give it up to Ramon because she don't give a damn. So <laughs> she, I think she would, uh, I think she would, she would be okay in the ATL for sure. Uh, I'm going to probably just go with her because she, it just rolls off of her. She's like, whatever, you know? When you see this happening between like Ramona and like Kenya, are you, I mean, listen, these are two formidable I mean, I wouldn't want to be on Ramona's bad side and I would not want to be on Kenya Moore's mm-hmm. bad side. Mm-hmm. Are you just like, this is the clash of like the century? I mean, are you like everybody duck for cover? I mean, Kenya, you don't play with Kenya. Yeah. Well, you know, the shade assassin, Kenya, <laughs> the self-proclaimed shade assassin, Kenya, you know, if you, if she puts the red dot on your head, like she could definitely come pretty hard for sure. I think her and Ramona fight a little differently. Uh, I think they spar a little differently. Uh, but I think at the end of the day, um, you know, Ramona's not a punk. That's for sure. So. What do you think of the second girls trip as we prepare? I mean, we have some heavy hitters here, like Dorinda. And we've all heard some things that happen. Like we have Vicky and Tara, yep. Phaedra, Eva. Yep. I mean, who? Well, My what girl, do you- Eva. Eva, Mar- Eva, Eva Marcel Sterling Pickford is on there. Uh, Pickford Sterling. You've had so many names. I always get them out of order. <laughs> we love <laughs> she's our She's on Eva. there. And yeah, Eva did her thing. Uh, I'm excited to watch it. Eva said that apparently, and then Andy's been like, you know, pumping it up too. Like apparently, I don't know what happened in the Berkshires, but uh, apparently all hell broke loose. And Brandy Glanville is there. Taylor Armstrong. Vicky's there. I'm excited to see that one. And again, you know, for me, it's always fun to watch the other ladies, you know, for me. So, yeah, apparently they had more drama than we did because we actually didn't have that much drama. We just, like, we, you know, we just had moments of whatever. But I think one of the things that was the, the best for me with the girls' trip was breaking the fourth wall, hands down. Just being able to like talk about how we got casted for the show. Like there's times when like, even when I was putting, you know, the game together, like, you know, they would ask me certain things and I'd be like, just say, hey, look, the producers wanted me to ask if you really want to know. It's not like I really give a shit. Okay. The producers ask, you know what I'm saying? So just being able to say those things because you guys have been watching us forever now. You guys know that, you know, things can be manipulated or whatever. You guys aren't stupid. Um, you know, there's so many things that happen off the show that before, if it didn't happen on the show, we couldn't really talk about it. And you guys would be, that would be confusing for the fans because they would be like, wait, but I just saw them beefing on Twitter and on the show, they seem like they're fine. 
Well, if it didn't happen on the show back in the old days, you couldn't talk about it. And now social media has helped change all of that because you can't have somebody dragging each other on social media and then acting nice on the show when the timeline is still the same. So now um, I think it only makes sense to break the fourth wall. The fourth wall should just be done, blown up. It shouldn't exist. Uh, the fans love to feel like they're seeing something they're not supposed to be seeing or hearing something they're not supposed to be hearing. And just really, it just helps the stories make sense when there's so much that happens off camera. Do you think reality TV, right? I mean, I agree with all of that. I think there's nothing better than breaking the fourth wall. Do you think reality TV will go that way eventually? Like housewives where they're just like, we're just in a different age now. We mm-hmm. have to break it. Well, listen, for someone who's been on a reality show for 11 years, a successful reality show, uh, that would be my suggestion, 100%, because it's the new reality TV. It's real. Social media is real. What happens off camera is real. And it all is part of the puzzle that we put together to make a show. Would you ever, just a few more questions, then we'll wrap up. Would you ever, who would you be most afraid of if you were in the Berkshires with Dorinda, Jill Zarin, Phaedra, Brandy, Vicky, Tamra? Taylor Armstrong and Eva, like who, who would you be the most afraid to kind of go mm. up against? It's a tough girl. I don't know. Um, I don't really have any experience with any of those ladies other than Phaedra and Eva. And um, I would have to say, I've gone back and forth with Phaedra before <laughs> on, on Atlanta. Uh, was not enjoyable. So I'm going to say, no, I wouldn't look forward to uh, going back and forth with Phaedra ever again, for sure. Phaedra's a tough one. Well, I'm oh, glad. Yeah, she knows how to read, read, read that one. I'm like, woo. She has some. She's good. She's got those long reads. <sighs> like she's like, like a monologue read. You're like sitting there like, okay, I get it. I'm tired of being read now. Like she's got those five minute reads. You're like okay, what am I supposed to do now? Like you, there's no comeback. All you can do is just sit there like paralyzed. <laughs> like, okay, I have been read for film. You're like, I, you got, I got your point an hour ago, Phaedra. Yeah, but no, no, no. She's going to bring it on and you just got to sit there and take it all in. Yeah, that's she's, why she's, she's like, gonna, uh, that's why she's oh, going to yeah. be so good. What oh, about yeah. like, it's good. I agree. I understand everything you're saying about your fr- friendship with Kenya and I totally get it. And I think mm-hmm. look at like friendships change. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. What about the fact that on watch what happens? I don't know if you heard about this, like Andy asked Portia, is your friendship with Kenya going to be back on track? Mm-hmm. And Portia said, yeah, of course it will next season on RHOA, meaning like it's a mm-hmm. friendship for the show. And Andy's like, mm-hmm. Cynthia's not on RHOA. Right. And then right. Kenya and then Portia was like, oh, well then no, it's, it's over forever. She said it, not me. As you right, say. Right, right, right. What do you say about that, that Portia's weighing in like that on that, this topic of your friendship? Um, I, look, I mean, Portia's certainly gone through her own friendships on the show as well. You know what I'm saying? So if anything, I think she would um, be able to understand, you know, how it works. It just is what it is. But in terms of my my relationship with Kenya, if anything, if we get back on the same page, I'll probably we'll probably be better friends if we're not on a show together, to be honest with you, because I think 
you know, when people are on a show together, I think it's actually harder to be friends than it is off the show. That's just my experience. I would agree with that. Well, before we go, I want to say as a member of the LGBTQIA plus community, I am a self-respecting gay man. Yeah, I know, I know you're at, yay, right? I know you're at your daughter's house now. Well, I just want to say the way you handle that on air, the way it all played out was like so just, and I know it's not just for air and like it's off air too, but like mm-hmm. it was so just a class act and like a plus, like, have you heard? So I just want to say that first of all, and like, have, did you hear Thank from you. a lot of like parents of gay children and people in the community at that point, you must've heard yeah. from a lot of parents. Oh yeah. I didn't honestly expect any kind of response. And the response I got was so huge. Like it honestly, when I reflect back on my time on the show, I would say one of the top five most important things I did was actually have that conversation with Noelle on camera. Because, um, you know, for me as a reality star, once she confided in me, I knew that if we didn't talk about it on the show or at least address it on the show, it would be almost like we were keeping it a secret or something. You know what I'm saying? Because people feel like on reality TV, they should just know all our business and even our kids' business, especially if it's something like them coming out or whatever. So I remember having a conversation with her just saying, hey, you know what? Live in your truth. Like, I love you. I support you. But I don't want you to feel like you have to sneak around with and be gay and be with girls like you should have the freedom to walk down the street holding your girlfriend's hand if you want to and not worry about being on the shade room so I thought it was very important for Noelle to control her own narrative and just tell her own story so I was glad that she agreed to have that same conversation with me on on the show and it was one of the best things that um that I've done on the show 100 I mean that does some other stuff but like that one was hugely important. And I had moms, dads calling me from all over the world. It felt like just commending me for the way I handled it. And apparently if you have more than one or two kids, somebody's fluid in in the family. So it's just a lot more common. I had never even heard of fluid until she told me. I didn't know what it meant. What is that? Yeah. I was like, I don't know. You know, it's so hard to keep up with all the terminology at this point, but yeah. So that was, that was, that was important. And I felt like we, I handled it the best way that I could. And I felt like, you know, it really took a lot of pressure off Noelle. She could, you know, be free to live in her truth and not have to worry about people, you know, wondering, oh, well, why aren't they talking about this on the show? Like we see her clearly out hanging out with girls and stuff, but like, whatever, you know, how it is. So yeah. Best thing, best, one of the best, one of the best for sure. I love it. Well, thank you for sharing it on the show too. Before we go, last question, you live in LA half the time, you're there, you're busy, but in the future, if you ever want back to Housewives, would you ever consider Beverly Hills considering you are an LA girl? Mike is working mm-hmm. in LA. You guys mm-hmm. are there. Say hi to Mike for me, by the way. Would you ever consider I will. being an RHOB? He was excited I was talking to you. He was like, oh yeah, I love that. 
love Marcus. so yeah another so totally I, honest interview just love him to dearly so oh yeah for sure for sure uh would i consider beverly hills whenever i decided i wanted to go for another round of housewives 100 yeah i'm spending most of my time out in la now and um this you know noel is here is feeling more and more like home for me so yes i would absolutely consider it yes when and if it made sense definitely until then people can watch you interviewing people night and day you just interviewed ej johnson <laughs> i loved i loved your chat with ej johnson like love that so oh yeah yeah he's awesome you know and then you know they can also see me in movies and on television you know doing um different series and stuff i'll be posting about all those different things and then i have behind the scene projects that um that I'm working on where, you know, I want to create opportunities for other people because, you know, after being on television for 11 years, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good on exposure right now. Then the, you know, the housewife rebonds run for the rest of our lives. So I'm on TV when I'm not even on TV. So uh, I want to create some other opportunities to, to put some other people on and me, you know, take the producer and director chair for a while. You know, I'm excited to venture out into that that world as well. I love that. Any movies that we have, like, do you have any release dates on any of the projects? Because I know you were just doing yeah, well, a bunch of acting. There's a couple that I'm super excited about. Um, I'm already on the, I have a recurring role on a BET show called Games People Play that Karuchi's yeah. on. And um, I have a really cool part in a series. Uh-oh. That's my oh, calling. Still there. Sorry. Okay. I have a new part on a new show called um, Single Drunk Female. Remember Ali Sheedy from The Breakfast Club? Wait, so, what? Yes. Single Drunk Female. I think it comes out in January. What and channel is that going to be on? I love Ali I, I, I know it's a free form. I know it's free form. I know they, they were the company. So, well, free uh, you know form. Please do, because you and Ali Sheedy, yes. like, do you see my mouth drop open? Like, oh, my God. No, I was so excited because it was like a comedy. And it was, it was when it was like kind of dry comedy shows. And I've never done like anything like that before. And uh, I think you'd be surprised. I did pretty, pretty well. I mean, I'm excited to see it. And then the biggest project is um, Lifetime. It's a movie called Life. It's called Lockdown. Lockdown. And uh, it's some heavy hitters in that as well lockdown and it should be hopefully coming out January, February. So, so lockdown on lifetime is the one where I have the biggest part. So I was like, Oh wow, this is amazing. And then also there's another show called Terror Lake Drive that I'm on as well that I just shot in Atlanta. Oh my God. You're so busy. Yeah, it's good. But you know, it's, and, and I didn't want to just be busy. I wanted to be constructive and, and, and I wanted to do spend my energy on things that, I'm enjoying doing right now in this next chapter. You know, it's like, it's one thing to start your next chapter, but then you have to be careful of what the next chapter is. I wanted this next chapter to really be all the things that I didn't have time to do in the past 11 years. You know, anything that I was passionate about, like even, you know, being a part of some type of cooking show. Like there's so many things that you guys don't get to see and get to know about me. Um, because I've been a part of an ensemble cast for so long. So we always had to spread it out. But now I'm in a position which I'm completely embracing where I can do anything I want to do. (laughs) 
can't do anything I want to do. And it feels amazing. It feels and, amazing. And really, we'll leave on this. How many people can say that after Housewives? It's no shade, but a, most can't. I'm going to stick with it, my statement. Yeah. Most can't. So yeah. you're busy and you're choosing what you want. It's like. I have options. And I think that's a great place to be in, you know, to be able to have options and to be able to continue to work and to continue to be on television in different ways that you want to be on television, you know, well, such as acting and hosting. So acting and hosting, when all of this stuff comes out in January, you can come back, you can promote anything you want. And, you know, I always tell this to people and I really mean this. The next time you come back, we don't have, we, we, we got it out, Cynthia. We don't need we to talk it. about housewives. We did it. I, I really we mean that it. the second time someone comes yeah. back, I'm like, we already did this. We can now focus on everything right. else. So thank exactly. you for entertaining my questions, I but I, that. right. Like we don't need to, it's over. Like let's move right. on. Maybe right. one and, or you know, two. I'm very, I'm very respectful of my past. I know this part of my past, but I also feel like, um, you know, what I really am excited to talk about is my future as well. So, yeah. yeah. And I get it. So we, like, it. we all do things people always want to ask about in our past, but that's, we all evolve and it's like time moves on. Right. We got to talk about the present. So come yes. back anytime. I really, really, really appreciate you coming on. Thank you. Say hi to Noel. Say hi to Mike. And we'll be in touch. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. Great hi. interview. I love all the questions. And this was, um, you know, when we were having that conversation, like I felt like uh, I really wanted to, I just enjoyed the conversation. I wanted to give you my honesty and my truth. And uh, I appreciate you. I, I really appreciate, appreciate that. And see, tell Mike so he doesn't kick my ass now, okay? So, I will. I will. That was him beeping in just now, so I'm going to call him back. <laughs> tell him I said hi. Thank you. Okay. Thank bye. you. Bye. Right. Happy holidays. You too. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear... Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon. Because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind The Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.